It's time for Vanish Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Costanas. This is episode 218, season nine. Today's date is May 9th, 2023, and welcome to the show. On today's program, I will discuss uh, Robert Hall clothes. Oh, that's a store that uh, still talk about today and fondly remembered. And also my memories of Mattel Electronics sports games from the late 1970s. And I'll uh, explain uh, everything about the, those games. Uh, but right now I'm going to play a commercial. And this program is brought to you by Almond Joy and Mounds Candy Bars. <laughs> and here's a commercial from 1977. Uh, once I play this... Uh, it's very familiar to a lot of people, and it's one of those catchy tunes you can't get out of your head for hours, maybe days, <laughs> like, like my mind. <laughs> so, uh, so here's here's commercial from so here's the commercial from 1977. If I failed to mention that, so sit back, uh, kick off your shoes, relax, and I'll be right back with the program. Thank you, everyone. Sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. Almond Joy's got nuts, mounds don't. Almond Joy's got real milk chocolate, coconut and munchie nuts too. Mounds got deep dark chocolate and chewy coconut. Sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. Peter Paul, Almond Joy's got nuts, Peter Paul, mounds don't. Because sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Almond Joy and Mounds uh, Candy Bars. Uh, like I said, you just can't get that uh, jingle out of your head. You know, doom, doom. sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. Almond Joy's got nuts. Mounds don't. I remember this commercial very well. This came out uh, around when I was in eighth grade, heading to high school at Bogan High School. And... Uh, it's a classic. You can find them on YouTube if you if you like to watch again. <laughs> I remember at the end of the commercial they had the, the jockeys. One was holding the candy bar of Alma Joy, and the the other jockey was holding mounts, or maybe it's the same jockey. I don't know. <laughs> As for the candy bars, um, they were introduced uh, in 1946, and uh, it was from the Peter Paul Company. And uh, let's see. So right now they're owned by the Hershey Company. Uh, Peter Paul, I don't know, they were bought out. They disappeared like that. I want to explain uh, that Almond Joy is milk chocolate with, uh, with almonds and coconut and milk chocolate. Whereas uh, Mounds is dark chocolate and coconut. Um, 
My favorite is, uh, I like Miles. I like Almond Joy too, but I like Miles better. You know, I'm a fan of big, uh, char, uh, dark chocolate. And, uh, of course, they mentioned that uh, the famous uh, commercial. And let's see. Uh, so in the 2000s, they, uh, they were bought. Uh, first, they were bought by, uh, no, first it was Peterborough and Mary. Then it was by Cadbury. And then they sold to Hershey. Okay. So uh, I haven't had one in a while. It's not one of my favorites, but I, I love eating it. I really do. Uh, maybe around Halloween. <laughs> You know, I get that. Uh, Peter Paul company made some other um, uh, chocolates, like for example, uh, I believe Caravel. Remember that one? Yeah. And uh, what else they made? I can't think at the top of my head. So uh, someday I'll talk about uh, Caravel. You know, play find a commercial. Uh, there is a commercial on YouTube, so maybe I'll use that for the next episode or the some other episode down the road. We'll see about that. Okay. At the beginning of the program, I said I wasn't gonna, I'm going to talk about Robert Hall Clothes in Chicago and Mattel Electronic handheld sports games from the late 1970s. Uh, before I get started, uh, here's something very interesting that happened yesterday. Um, I saw this on Twitter that uh, the TV show The Bear is going to premiere on Hulu uh, next month. Uh, as for me, uh, I, I don't watch much current television. I watch old old television, like on DVDs, or sometimes streaming, but I got a DVD collection. And I, I started watching The X-Files uh, about last week, so I'm into that. I'm almost done with season one. So uh, once I'm done with season one, then I got to watch uh, stuff I have on my DVR, whatever I record, and do that. Uh, but I haven't watched The Bear yet. So they announced it, uh, well, I think it's been announced previously, that season two of The Bear will premiere uh, June, I think, June 22nd of 2023. And I, I tweeted on Twitter, uh, yeah, it's going to be June 22nd. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. So it's going to premiere in... Uh, Next month on June twenty. Uh, next month on June twenty second. I've never seen the show. Uh, it, I've it's been discussed on television. The, some of the stars have appeared on talk shows, especially the star Jer Jeremy Allen White. He seems like a very nice act, a very nice guy, good actor. Uh, he I think he's famous for Shameless. That's what most people, that was another show on Showtime. A lot of people mentioned that. And, you know, it's set in a sandwich shop, just like uh, Mr. Beef on or on, uh, in the River River North uh, neighborhood uh, Orlean, on Orleans Street in Chicago. Okay, that sounds intriguing like that. And uh, so I told, I, I tweeted, I said, I've never seen the show. All I heard, it's, uh, it's a great buzz. It's a wonderful show. Uh, and I asked my Twitter followers, should I watch this show? Is it worth it? And the responses were overwhelming. They said, yes, you can watch the show. Uh, there's, I don't want to give anything away, but they say the, there's a lot of yelling and screaming in the kitchen. Well, I'm used to that. I mean, I'm Greek. I heard yelling and screaming in kitchens at Greek restaurants. <laughs> Swearing too, both languages. 
So uh, I'll see what I'll do. So once I finish, uh, get some catch up on my TV watching. Maybe I'll watch it. Uh, watch the bear. I'll watch season one. I will do that. It's only eight episodes, so I can just binge binge watch it and go or watch one through four, then five through eight, and do that. And uh, most of the people said it's a great show. You would love it if you're from Chicago. Other people said some of the actors are don't sound like they're from Chicago. They're from Brooklyn or New York, you know, from New York, or it's like. <laughs> Might be true, <laughs> like that. But uh, the setting was mostly at the restaurant and in the in the kitchen, you know, in the back of the restaurant. So this this is very intriguing to me. It really is. So maybe some yeah. But one day uh, soon, I will watch the show. You know, I like that because I, I saw Chicago Party Ant uh, way back, and I watched season two, and uh, both seasons are hilarious. You know. They mentioned a couple things that vanished from Chicago. I mentioned I mentioned that on Twitter about that. So uh, we'll see what happens. That'll be fun. <laughs> okay. Right now we're going to talk about uh, Robert Hall. Robert Hall Close. Excuse me. Uh, what can go? What? Yeah, nothing can go wrong with this place. It, it's uh, it was a wonderful clo- wonderful clothing store. So I'll give you the history of that first, and I'll give you a few memories, and then I'll play the jingle, and then I'll read off the locations of the place. All right. So here we go. So Robert Hall Close, uh, but they always uh, it was known as Robert Hall, and that was founded in 1937. His, the founder's name was Jacob Schwab, and that was uh, based in Connecticut. And uh, mostly it was in the metropolitan areas uh, in the United States, like New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago. And uh, it started as, as a one, one store in Water, Waterbury, Connecticut, 1937. It did that. And uh, it just took off, you know, and the, the merchandise was wonderful. Uh, you know, they had good clothes, uh, men's and women's clothes. Uh, I'm sure that sold sh- mostly suits, uh, probably dress shirts, ties. Uh, I'm sure they sold. I'm sure they sold dresses. Maybe maybe they sold suits first. I, I don't know. Then uh, then women then expanded to women's clothing and uh, more of that. And uh, so that's. Uh, and then they, um, the commercials were broadcast on radio and then on television. And then it just uh, expanded, you know, it became very popular, mostly like, uh, for example, like in the 40s, the 50s, the 60s, and the 70s, all the way there. Like that. And uh, unfortunately, it, uh, it lost money about in, within three years, like about, eh, 1974 to 1977. So in the summer of 1977, all the stores were sold and uh, they closed. And uh, the founder of the place, Jacob Schwab, died at the age of 90 in New York. And, okay, so um, 
first I'll give you the memory. Uh, let me give you my memories of this place, and then we'll, I'll play the jingle. And after the jingle, I will read the locations of the of the uh, stores. Uh, my memories of this place, uh, when I lived in Roseland in the early 1970s, there was a Robert Hall store. And that was located uh, to East 112th Street. The same block, there was an A&P store about maybe a couple doors east of that. And that opened in 1972. It, it was later. And the building was kind of like... I don't know, it was uh, rocks, you know, like that, uh, the structure like that. Um, I don't know what was there before. I think it was brand new. I, I'm not sure. Uh, my mother took me there one time and she bought some shirts. Uh, I don't know about a suit. Probably she bought some suits there uh, for me and my brothers. You know, when we go to church on Sundays, uh, when we went to church at St. Spiridon, Spiridon, excuse me. Uh, that was located on 113th and on King Drive, uh, right near Palmer Park. We used to walk there. You know, uh, we didn't have a car. And uh, they had some nice suits, uh, very qu high quality, very nice. And then, um, then it closed, uh, probably in 1977, which I mentioned before. And the building is still there. Uh, then it, it became a church, you know, the, the, uh, the neighborhood got run down, of course, uh, like in the eighties and like that, but believe it or not, the, the, uh, the building's still there. And there's also the ghost sign on the side of the, the building. Yeah. It's still, I think it's still there. Yeah. So you, if you were in the Rosa neighborhood, you would see that, uh, the ghost sign, you know, rubber hull clothes like that so that's pretty that's pretty cool but uh so right now i'm gonna play the jingle um for rubber hall and it's this one is uh they did a couple one a couple of jingles but this one's well known to most people so this sounds like it's from the 1950s of uh, the rubber hall uh the jingle that is so uh just sit back and relax and uh I'll be right back with the locations of Rubber Hall. Okay? Thank you, everyone. When the values go up, 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 and the prices go down, 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 Robert Hall this season will show you the reason. Low overhead, low overhead. No fancy fixtures, plain pipe racks. No show windows, no high rents, New York to Frisco, you just can't miss. So save on Robert Hollow overhead. Join the countless families. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the jingle for Robert Hall Clothes. Oh, it's unforgettable. And it goes, it went like this, when the... When the values go up, 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 and the prices go down, down, down. Robert Hall this season will show you the reason. High quality economy. And another jingle, uh, that was the last line of that, but then they replaced it with low overhead. Low overhead. 
they play that commercial on the radio and uh, television. And then it stopped. Then they had other jingles as well. But that's the most well-known. Uh, when I went to... Uh, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> excuse me. When I went to... Um, Framemakers last Sunday in Westmont, uh, they did a tribute to the late uh, Ken Alexander, who was on Those Were the Days radio show. Uh, the, the other hosts were Chuck Shaden and uh, Steve Darnell. They sang, to get, and some other people, they sang the jingle for Robert Hall, and I, I was laughing. And people in the store loved it. It was wonderful. That gave me an idea to talk about Robert Hall for Van Chicago and you know, for the podcast. Also, a few people email me and they message me, why don't you talk about this place? You haven't talked about it. And I said, okay, why not? Give me the, that thought hasn't, uh, it's been stuck in my mind for a while. So I did. Okay. So right now I'm going to read off the, um, just a moment, please. I will read off the locations. Um, I will read, well, for the, I will the in the city. I'll read off the addresses and in, in Chicago, but not in the suburbs because that'll take too long. So uh, you'll probably know where they were. But if I have time, I'll, I will. Okay. So here are the locations. This is a uh, newspaper ad from the Chicago Tribune, dated October fourth, nineteen seventy-two. Oh, my birthday. So here we go. Uh, let's see. So on the north side, there was uh, at. 4653 West Irving Park Road, 3111 North Ashland Avenue, and also 2935 West Devon Avenue. Now, a lot of people made comments about that uh, yesterday, about that location. They did that. And uh, let's see, on the south side, it was at 6331 South Lowell Avenue. That is on the Inglewood neighborhood. Also, 9212 South Chicago Avenue, and that was in the uh, South Chicago neighborhood. Also, 2 East uh, 112th Street, uh, the one, that's the one I mentioned in Roseland. That's the one uh, we shopped there. That's in the Roseland neighborhood. Also, 4145 South Kedzie Avenue. It's in the Brighton Park neighborhood. I have a photo of that. Uh, the photo I put up yesterday was in Evergreen Park. So... Um, I'll mention that when I get down, uh, you know, when I read further. Okay, so now it's a suburban location. So uh, Elmwood Park at 2728 North Harlem Avenue, Hillside at 556 North Mannheim Road. Villa Park was at 330 East North Avenue. Desplaines at 1507 East Rand Road. Hoffman Estates at 110 North Rose Roselle Road. Uh, also in Mundelein, Route 45 and Route and 83. Also in Glenview at 580 Waukegan Road. Also at D East Dundee at 220 South Dundee Avenue. Um, let's see, Waukegan, 2 South Park Avenue. Also in Berwyn, 6441 West Cermak Road. Also at LaGrange, 5725 South LaGrange Road. Downs Grove at 1224 South Ogden Avenue, uh, West Chicago at 30 West 420 Roosevelt Road, uh, New Orleans Park at 14325 South LaGrange Road. I remember that store. Also, the Evergreen Park store, uh, Evergreen Park store, which was, uh, that's a photo I posted yesterday. 
And that's at 2925 West 95th Street in Evergreen Park, Illinois. Also at Harvey at Sibling Boulevard and Dixie Highway. Uh, I don't know if that was at uh, Dixie Mall. Maybe it was. I'm not sure. Also at Chicago Heights at 521 West 14th Street. Also in Oakland. Uh, I don't think it was Oklahoma. I think it was Burbank. Yeah, I, th I think it was Burbank. I'm trying to think. Yeah, 7100 West 79th Street. I think it was Burbank. Yeah, they, Burbank was founded uh, later. A lot of people remember that store very well. They really did. Also, Joliet at 354 North Chicago Street and in Aurora at 115 South Broadway. And there were three, four locations in Indiana, one in Gary, one in Hammond, the other one in Highland, and the other one in Merrillville. So I did read all of them. Yeah, I apologize. <laughs> so, but, you know, the memories of that store came from my followers on Twitter and Facebook. They mentioned they bought their clothes at Easter time, uh, Christmas time, mostly Easter, uh, they bought some shoes, uh, hats, you know, men's hat. I mean, I'm talking about back then in the 40s and 50s. Hats and uh, we'll see. And let's see what else. Belts, uh, ties, you know, like that. Dress shirts. And uh, the funny thing is I'm reading through the comments and people just mentioned the, uh, the locations where they shop, where they remembered. It's a good thing I read the, uh, the location. Some people have forgotten or they just, once I read the location, it triggered a memory for them that people who don't live here anymore or uh, uh, who still do and uh, brings a smile uh, to their faces. They're still commenting right now, even as I speak about this store, which is nice, you know. It's amazing, you know. It's hard to find, uh, you know, uh, memorabilia like bags or boxes. Uh, I found a couple like that. Also, I want to mention they opened another store called Robert. Uh, was it Robert Hall Village or Robert Village Hall? Uh, I'm, I apologize for what it's called like that. Um, Robert Hall Village, excuse me. And uh, I will talk about that particular store uh, later on because I think uh, that's when it opened I think it opened 50 years ago this year so uh, once I go through uh, the newspaper archives and if it, it is that then I'll do a podcast episode of that okay okay the second thing I'll talk about uh, on the show is the Mattel electronic uh, sports handheld uh, games and I uh, you know, I just thought of this because, believe it or not, my brother still has it with him, uh, but he's misplaced it. I, I don't know what he did with it, but uh, it was hanging around the house. And I figured, why don't I talk about this thing? Um, this was introduced in the late 1970s, probably 77, 78. And uh, I remember we lived in our old house in Ashburn. And... Uh, there were the two games, uh, I remember, maybe three. No, there were two. One was football and the other one was baseball. And it was not football one or it was not football two or fo baseball two. It was football one and football 
But by one, uh, the basketball, I think my other brother brought it. He did that. Um, one day, uh, my brothers were out. I don't know, they were out with their friends, and I had nothing to do. So I figured, and they had a couple of them lying around, and I started playing. <laughs> Even though I'm, no, I'm not a sports fan, well, I figured I'd pass the time. I enjoyed it. I really did. Especially, the football was tough. It really was. Uh, the baseball, a little easier. Uh, basketball, eh, in the middle, <laughs> like that. Baseball was easy. That was easy. It really was. And um, so the games that were introduced were, um, of course, uh, football and football two. Uh, one was white, uh, the football one, but then it came in a green color. Uh, the basketball um, came in white, but I don't know if it came. Uh, I, don't, I don't know about basketball too. Maybe in a different color. I'm not sure. Also, baseball came out. Then there was hockey. I never played that. Then there was auto racing. It was auto race. And the last one was soccer. I don't know if there are any other sports. I don't think so. No, I think that's that's it <laughs> for that. So, um, Right now, I'm going to play a commercial for the Mattel Electronic Pro Football 2 uh, handheld game. And this commercial is from 1978. So sit back and enjoy. I'll be right back with the rest of the program. Thank you, everyone. Hey, J.D., try Mattel Electronics Football 2, the all-pro version of the number one electronic football game. Hey, what's the difference? Now you can kick off, run back. Now that's good. Pass. That's even better. Scramble in any direction. I'm getting clobbered. The built-in thinking computer defense can even intercept. Who's in there? All-pro football 2. I said who's in there. Football 2, one of nine sports games from the number one name, Mattel Electronics. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Mattel Electronic Pro Football 2 uh, uh, sports games. You know, the handheld ones. Uh, I don't think they make the, these anymore. I, maybe a, a different variation of them. Everything's changed. Technology's changed so quickly. Uh, I love Atari. I used to play that a lot. Um, right now, you can play games on your phone or your desktop, or your tablet, you know. Me, uh, I'm almost 60 years old, I play bingo. <laughs> I love bingo. That's how it is. Um, so, but, uh, they, you know, Facebook had a lot of games. Uh, they, played, they had Farmland, I think it's still around. Or uh, there was uh, Mafia Wars, you remember that? And there's still some games that you could play on Facebook, but not many as when Facebook introduced. And uh, there was one game I used to like uh, when Facebook was around. It was called Treasure Chest, and I enjoyed it very much. And then they, they got rid of it. Oh, I was I was mad. <laughs> I want to continue playing, but no, they stopped like that. Uh, Mattel, they still make electronic games, I guess. I don't know. There were others like that in other companies as well. But, you know, right now video games is like with Wii and Game Gamebox or something like that. You know, I, I don't play much, you know, on the TV, you know, you know, or uh, PlayStation. 
Mm-mm. Not not really. I don't know. I just play stuff on my computer. Uh, I like uh, word games, like puzzles. I like those. You know, word, you know, like Scrabble. That's fun. Or Monopoly. Okay. So that's it for this program. Um, let me do a recap of what I talked about. I talked about the Robert Hall Clothes Store in Chicago. Also, the Mattel Electronic uh, Handheld Games. Uh, sports games, that is, excuse me, you know, from the late 1970s. Okay. So uh, once this podcast is uh, published, it will be available wherever podcasts are. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Also, it will be on my YouTube channel, Parish Chicago Land Stories. You can all subscribe. Hit the subscribe button. And also be posted on... My social media accounts, Facebook, Twitter, and other accounts. And also on my blog, VanishChicagoLand.blog. Okay. Uh, for the next episode, I probably do one Saturday. I won't do one Sunday. It's Mother's Day. I want to spend time with my mom. You know, so that's that's very nice. That would be very nice. You know, I hope the weather will be nice. So this is Pete Costanis, your host of Van Chicago Land Stories. Thank you for joining me. I enjoyed uh, this episode very much, and I hope you enjoy it too. So here's bye-bye for me, and here's Ray Rayner closing the show saying bye-bye-bye. Take care, everyone. Take care, everyone. So long. We have to go. Bye-bye-bye.